Welcome to an I Thought It Smelled Bad on the Outside, a podcast about Star Wars. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle Jones, and with me, as always, is Brent Stevenson. Hello and good evening, everyone. And how are you this evening? I'm very well. How are you, Mr. Jones? Uh, I am fantastic. Well, that's uh, in fact, uh, like, there's probably only one thing that I could be more excited about, um, because for the next hour or however long this is going to take, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Andor season one, episode six. And I think right now the only thing I would rather be doing than talking about it is watching it again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Very true. Um, once again, I'm I'm assuming you've seen it. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Didn't think of asking before we started recording, but I figured I figured you came <laughs> prepared. Uh, yeah. Usually, yes, I do. Uh, and so, obvious uh, with all of these uh, episode reviews and discussions, uh, spoilers. So, if you haven't seen the episode and you don't want to be spoiled. Come back. <laughs> come, yes, yeah. please come back. <laughs> come back Come back after you've seen it. Or if, if you mm. don't care about spoilers, then let's go. So, uh, right off the bat, what did you think about episode six? Uh, I thought that was an awesome episode. Yeah. I, 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 I was completely enthralled, um, engulfed, uh, any other euphemisms you can put in there. I just... That episode I could not get enough of. Mm -hmm. um, it pretty much met all my expectations. I totally bought into everything. Mm -hmm. um, I was on the literally on the edge of my seat during the heist. Yeah. Um, uh, they did just did such a good. Actually, there's a little funny part too. Is um, we are getting to like the, cres the the crescendo part. I trying to think of the word for it. Mm -hmm. Probably the most pivotal point of the entire episode and my daughter's been sick for the last few days so she texted and said if i can come pick her up yeah so i literally had to pause on probably like the most important part of the, <laughs> of the show mm -hmm. um I, i'll just say it was, it was the part when um the uh, troop the extra the men came down to see what was happening in the yeah. vault okay and then uh gorn turned you know gorn told the guy you're not supposed to be here and then he turns to his boss and says can you tell him to, <laughs> that they're not supposed to be here yeah. and that's when i had to stop it and the whole time i was driving there and driving back thinking okay what what can be played out here what answer is he going to give and yeah i was completely wrong i didn't think he did what what happened but it was just it was just funny the the timing of it and what i thought the possible outcomes and possibilities of what he would say um, and it was like nothing. It wasn't, I wasn't right at all. You weren't expecting him to have a heart attack and kill No, over. no, not, not at all. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was once again, really impressed. Uh, I, I watched this at four in the morning, uh, and I was tired, um, going into it. Like I, I had actually contemplated, like I was so tired, like I woke up and, about just going back to sleep and watching the episode when I got home tonight. And I'm like, no, nah, I, I, I should watch it. And almost as soon as the episode started, uh, mm -hmm. like it was so engaging that like I, I was, all my fatigue was gone. Um, and yeah, you were like, they 
did an excellent job at slowly ratcheting the tension um, yes. for this entire <laughs> for the entire episode. Yeah. Uh, and the episode, there wasn't a lot of jumping around. Nope. Um, it was pretty much the the heist. Yep. Um, it was nice to see. Yeah. Um, so, and the heist didn't get uh, dragged out for two or three episodes. You know, we didn't yep. get uh, um, this episode. I, I think, once again, uh, other shows might have used this as, all right, this is the big set piece. So this is, we're going to drag this out over a couple episodes and, and maybe yep. everything goes right, you know, in the first half and, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the episode ends where something, you know, goes wrong, uh, you know, and it's like kind of, you know, the, Oh, here's the cliffhanger, you know, and we got to wait till, you know, till the following episode to find out what happens. Um, but no, they, we got the complete heist. Um, and now we get to spend the back half of the season, uh, seeing the ramifications in the aftermath of the heist. Yeah. Which I think is going to be awesome. (laughs) Uh, So do I, um, because this actually seems like the catalyst that makes the empire really take attention to the rebels. Yes. Very true. Yes. Yes. Um, because, uh, Deidre, is that her, Deidre, the Imperial officer, you know, we saw in previous episodes, she was trying to warn everyone that, you know, something was brewing and the rebels were organizing and she's essentially been dismissed. Yeah. Uh, and now after this uh, event and this was, and it was, wasn't pretty much until near the end of the episode where we started seeing, uh, action that was away from the uh, the heist and away from Aldari that word had already hit Coruscant that you know that mm-hmm. the uh, <laughs> that this um, base had been hit and the rebels had you know had stolen the some money um, and it, it, you know, it, it's had reverberations. You know, there's that scene. I'm jumping right to the end, but in um, I gotta scroll up because I can never in uh, Luthen's um, yes. antiquities uh, store, where you got the guy off mm-hmm. in the back and he's like, "Hey, do you have any uh, Aldari <laughs> artifacts?" And uh, Luthen looks up and trying to figure out why. He's like, "Yeah, apparently there was a big rebel attack. So, so now, like, you, you know, it's um, you know." it's a hot it's a hot planet so he's thinking that you know the product you know uh, items from that planet are going to be worth more um mm-hmm. but as a result obviously you know and, and then we get the the scene once again at the uh the isb where now they're on full alert mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. they want everybody to report with their <laughs> contingency plans uh you know they they need to be prepared to retaliate um this show just continues to impress me. Like it, it does. It, and it was, it was funny too, because you, you're mentioning that, you know, not all shows, but some shows would have divvied up in a couple episodes of the heist. I actually thought that's what was going to happen. When I read the description of the video of the episode, mm-hmm. I thought we were going to get 
the the build up up into it. Yeah. And then next week we actually, hey, so I was a little disappointed even before going in, just reading the description of the show. I'm like, oh, we're not even going to get dice this week. Yeah, because the description said something along the lines of uh, they reach a point of no return or they're about to reach a point of no return yeah. or something along those lines uh, on the heist. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but they hit that uh, pretty quickly. They did. So. And I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So <laughs> what did you think of the heist itself? Um, I thought it was pretty, it's, it was funny how abrupt they showed up as soldiers already as mm-hmm. uh, troopers. Yeah, that one caught me by a bit by surprise. Um, uh, now because well, like that they because you you uh, I don't know if you realized it but they had those uniforms on already underneath. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I. That's I completely missed it, but I just was looking forward to seeing, I guess, the transition of how they kind of slipped in there. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, to kind of uh, blend in with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so just it was just kind of like, oh, they're just there already. So I guess that's probably like not an important point. So why bother showing it? Mm-hmm. I I don't want to say it was like a typical heist. I mean, I thought it was pretty good. There was uh, the good build up to it. Um, uh, uh, the hostage taking uh, made sense. How they're using that to get to the um, the one guy to use his fingerprints to get into the into the vault. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I I I enjoyed the heist. Mm-hmm. The actual heist, yeah. So I was surprised by it. Um, going in, in my mind, I had thought that it was going to be a, like an elaborate uh, Ocean's Eleven type uh, oh. heist, you know, that, that had all, you know, that, that was really con- convoluted. Probably doesn't isn't the right word, but pretty complex. You know, that kind of felt like. Um, you know, like there was all these puzzle pieces. Oh, what are those things called? Oh man. You know, the, the mousetrap, there's a name for those. Um... Oh, I can't think of it either. Oh my God. This is going to drive me. <laughs> this is going to drive me nuts, but you know what I'm talking about where, you know, it, it's, um, it's a, a series of intricate, um, uh, things that need to happen to make, you know, something work. Uh, oh, oh, now I need to look this up, but and I'll try to look it up as I'm talking. Um, but the the heist itself was was very simple. In fact, it wasn't. It was um, more uh, like a something from Heat uh, as opposed to Ocean's yeah. Eleven. You know, yeah, it, yeah. you know, it wasn't. It, they weren't trying to be clever. It literally was. All right, we're going to find a way to infiltrate the bank. Yep. we're we're gonna make uh, hold people hostage and you know and until we get our, our money and then we're gonna leave uh, again but that that comes back to um what they've always said and what um uh, andor has always said that these people think so much of themselves that no one's gonna do it no one's gonna take the money from them no that's not even a thought in their head so i would think that it wouldn't be complex 
um, because they're not even thinking of that sort of threat. Because like I said, they can't believe one of us would be in the room. Mm -hmm. So I would assume that, yeah, they would never have thought in a million years a group of rebels are going to come and take take their money from them. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't think they would have an elaborate um, uh, elaborate setup uh, to get to the vault. Yeah, and I, I when you when you say that, it, it, it seems like it was pretty. It should have been pretty obvious to me that that, mm -hmm. uh, that that's what they were doing because yeah, on multiple occasions, Andor has said they don't care. You know. Yeah. Uh, you can just walk. In fact, th that's the line from what episode two. You know, you just I, yeah, you, you just walk in like you you know like you belong. Yeah. So, uh, Rube Goldberg. They never learn. Uh, Rube Goldberg device was was the what I was oh. thinking of. You know, like those <laughs> intricate you know devices where you know one thing happens which sets in motion something else, and that's kind of what, right, what right. I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm glad once again. I'm glad it wasn't. Um, because it felt very uh, fitting for the the tone of the show. Mm, yeah. um, but we did get we did get one uh, trope that I think we both called was that the something went wrong during the oh yes during the yeah. heist, and yep. that was that the communications jamming device didn't jam all communications the way they had hoped. Yep. Exactly. Uh, which led to the scene that you were talking about where uh, the guy at the comms tower grabs a few soldiers to go down because he thinks that something is, you know, something has gone wrong. Um, which was, I feel so bad that you had to pause there. <laughs> it was, it was hilarious. Like I was laughing. I'm like, of all the times and spots that I had to stop it and watch it, um, I, it was just, I had to laugh. It was just funny. Because I, I really thought that, oh, this is when everyone's going to die. Uh, you know, like th th there's going to be really horrible things uh, that happen. But for the most part, the crew managed to get out mm -hmm. uh, with the exception of um, oh, the one character. Is it uh, Barcona? Okay, okay. Those guys' names I, I can never remember. Essentially, it was the the one guy who we found out uh, was a stormtrooper. Stormtrooper, yeah, yeah. Um, one part of the heist that surprised me was that they left two people behind. Yeah, that was a little surprise. Um, I'm curious to see, and I can't remember her name now. Is it Sita? Uh, Sinta. Scylla? Sinta. Sinta. Yeah. Um, I would be very curious to see what, if we're even going to see what happens to her. Um, and they left, who else did they leave on there? They left her and Gorn got shot, which that surprised me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and the stormtrooper guy, uh, left. I think that was it, though. Yeah, like the stormtrooper died, and then it was yeah, and Gorn, her, yeah, Gorn and yeah. Sinta that were were left. Um, yeah. Which I guess 
there's got to be some. We're gonna obviously I, we have to see some follow-up from that, right? I, I would I would hope so. Yeah, I would think so because maybe Cinta can get away. Yeah, but Gorn, every like multiple people on that base now know that he was involved, right? Yes, because like, yep. or or is it or is everyone dead? <laughs> I, I guess I, I guess until we know I would I would assume that they were dead. Okay. Um I thought if they would have got wounded they'd be able to get back up again. Okay, fair enough. Um but you never know. Yeah. You never know. Uh and then we got what, what uh was probably the one of the worst ways to go in the show. And, and it was it was a brutal scene. Like I, I, I actually uh, winced, and that's, and I'm going to look up the character's name because I don't remember any. When Karis uh, essentially gets crushed, yeah, uh, by imperial <laughs> um, money, yeah, uh, no one Ouch. realizes uh, the amount of force that the train is going to take when it launches out out of the or the shuttle when it launches mm-hmm. uh, off the rails, uh, and it crushes him. Yep. Uh, and the remaining survivors uh, realize that they need him. So instead of trying to heal him, they essentially give him a shot of adrenaline so he can navigate the ship out of the eye. Yes. Uh, yep. And the eye looked incredible. It did look pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. I wasn't sure what to expect with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looked pretty cool. Yeah, I, I am. Say. I am convinced that uh, you know, on Disney Plus, they have like those. Uh, is it Star Wars biomes? Oh yeah. You know where they just kind of have like those uh, Apple TV esque, uh, you know, screenshot videos just of Star Wars landscapes. Mm-hmm. I've got to believe that they are <laughs> going to be adding that to the biomes. I would hope so. How could you not? It was just—it was just gorgeous. It, it was, was absolutely gorgeous. Like, and you know, for the first—well, I guess from like episode for the last couple two episodes, right? Because we we didn't know about the heist until episode four. Yeah. But for, so for the last two episodes, we had been told how spectacular the eye was. Mm-hmm. and yep. you know and there was a reason why people did this pilgrimage to come see it and and even some of the imperial on the base said that you know that this might be the last time that they'd be able to like that they wanted to see it um and a lot of the times when you get told that something is spectacular and you know they actually show mm-hmm. it and you're like okay i guess you know mm-hmm. and so you just have to like accept that okay in this world you know, in the, you know, in the narrative that they're creating on the show that the people there believe that this is really impressive. Yes. Uh, um, yep. And you just kind of accept it. But in this case, they actually did kind of, they did manage to come up with something that just looked spectacular. Yeah, they did. They did a very good job with that. That also still felt natural. Like it, it didn't feel, <laughs> you know, like you can say, okay, yep. yeah, like, um, you know, I keep getting, uh, it's about seeing, you know, like how you can see the Aurora Borealis. Um, mm-hmm. 
and, and in fact, it kind of reminded me a little bit of, of the eye, just in how you see pictures of, of it. Sometimes you're like, well, like this doesn't seem real, mm-hmm. but, but yeah. we, like, we know that it is right. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah I, so I was just really impressed once again, even, even when they're doing, uh, special effects, they have found a way to make them look real and believable mm-hmm. and tactile, um, you can really see where the money has, has gone into the show. Oh, absolutely. They've taken a lot of care into these shows. Yeah. And so, so we also got to look into Imperial life as well, too, mm-hmm. family, which I've found that a little interesting as well, too. Yeah. So he was the, in, and his name isn't listed yet on IMDb. That's the, uh, that's the downside of recording. <laughs> recording these like you know 12 hours after the 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 show has uh, come out but he's i guess he he runs that that imperial uh, base mm-hmm. yeah um has a family somehow his son has a little imperial uniform um and yeah all he cares about is impressing other people so with the hopes that you know that he can get promoted and get sent somewhere else it's pretty much what I expected. Yeah. Pretty much how I expect it would be. But it, it's, once again, it, it's it's nice to see that there is this... Absolutely. Bureaucracy. <laughs> you, know, you know, like, we've, prior to this show, every Imperial that we have seen, uh, at least in live action, I can't remember if we saw anything like this in in uh, Rebels, but it has been part of like the the, the military, right? And and, and, yes. and, and is yeah. is usually uh, either really important or really good at their job, and you know. But now we're seeing people that are just like, yeah, you know, I've worked with people like that. <laughs> <laughs> or you know yeah exactly <laughs> right we're like yeah they don't care they just you know all they care about is the next promotion and, and whatnot and and it's uh yeah it's just i i i like seeing it and the, even at the very end when they had the big emergency meeting mm-hmm. he even said you know call your families call your staff you're not going anywhere <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah, which is great. Um, they were really doing a good job of making these seem like real people. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, because even the, cause the, the, the Imperial, whatever, boss of that base, whatever his title was, yeah. um, you know, even though, you know, he was you know, a little bit lazy and, you know, and, and probably misguided in, in what is, you know, what was important still felt real, you, you know, yep. still felt like a very, like what's going to, I'm just so impressed that here's someone that we've like, I don't think we had met him prior. I don't think so. No. So we got maybe a total of 10 minutes of screen time in this episode yep. for him. And that's probably being generous. Mm-hmm. And I felt that we learned more about this character, that character outside of his name, which <laughs> escapes me. Um, but then we have of like other characters that we have that have been in entire seasons of some of the other Star Wars yeah, shows. Absolutely, totally. 
Totally. And once again, it's just a testament to the writing. Um, and the fact that they're just trying to make, you know, real characters as opposed to, oh, I have this idea, you know, that would be really cool for somebody. Yeah. Uh, um, they're just like, no, let's, let's try to keep it grounded and, and make it real. And, and ultimately those make those, the, these characters much more interesting. Oh, totally. Totally. Uh, so what did you think about the betrayal? So I want to say I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was actually kind of surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, uh, the action Andor took that really surprised me. Um, so yeah, that would that one took me um again, they did a good job of that sort of thing and it really took me by surprise. Yeah. Um, again, I shouldn't have been surprised, but uh, but I was surprised. Yeah. So to clarify, we we find out um because after they escape Aldari, um Arvin, is that his name? Arvin? No, Arvin? it starts with an S. It's Arvel. Or... Oh, Arvel Skeen. Skeen is his last Skeen. name. Skeen. Skeen. So yeah. Skeen um says that that they have a doctor on standby, uh, but it but they would have to stop somewhere else first, and, and they want to try to see if they can save uh, Karis uh, Nemec. Mm-hmm. And Andor is the one that makes the call to saying, "No, we're going to a, we're going to to get uh, the help from the doctor." And while uh, Vel is is with uh, with Nemec with the doctor. Um, we find out that Skeen um, suggests that to Andor that they split the money down the middle, mm-hmm. 40,000 credits each. Or sorry, million. 40, 40 million credits each <laughs> and just disappear. And he already has his plan already in place too. Yes. He said that, uh, um, that there's a moon that's eight parsecs away where they can go and hide and no one will find them. And then they can lay low for a while and, and then move on. And, you know, Andor questions him and he says, you know, people like us, we're, we're always, we should, you know, we're accustomed to having to climb over other people to get out of the, uh, get out of a hole. And yep. then Andor says, well, what about your brother? Because last episode we, you know, we get the story about how his brother was a tree farmer and was killed by the empire. Um, and he says, I don't have a brother. So <laughs> I'm curious, how did you interpret that? Did you interpret that as being very literal as in, you know, that story was made up or he's like, no, I don't have a brother anymore. My brother's dead. That, that doesn't matter. Was... Yeah, that was my initial, um, my initial thought was, oh, well, no, he doesn't have a brother, his brother's dead. Um, but watching the rest of the episode, then I watched it again. Mm-hmm. The second time watching it, I, re- I, I, my conclusion the second time was that he lied about his having a brother. Yeah. What was it That's that, what I took it. What, so what was it when you watched it the second time that made you think that? 
Um, I guess I was, t- I wasn't, t- um, you know, he had already had this plan, mm-hmm. um, all laid out already. Um, and, and the only thing he, he wanted, cared about was himself. Okay. Um, so I just took it more literally the second time around because I guess it seemed a little bit more, um, it made it a little bit more interesting story mm-hmm. for him. I, I don't think there was anything that was like, oh no, that's why he said it. So I think he just come clean to try and get the Andor to, to go along with him on this so mm-hmm. that he had, you know, he asked him what about your rebellion. He doesn't care about the rebellion. No, I don't care about the rebellion. I just mm-hmm. want the money. Um, so I, there wasn't really one thing for me anyway that stood out that would make him think, um, he, oh no, I don't have a brother. That's what I interpreted the second time around. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if I had a thought about it either way. It was just during the day was thinking about that. And I'm like, I wonder, <laughs> you know, I wonder what he meant. But <laughs> we've, uh, Andor uh, reacts uh, pretty quickly. Uh, he did, and, uh, very quickly. Yeah, and kills him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that was, that, I, that literally jolted me when he did it. It literally jolted me. Um but we have seen obviously in Andor's future uh that you know he's willing to kill people to you know yep. to uh, you know to protect the cause and in this case it didn't necessarily mean he was protecting the cause i think he realized that if he um left him alive all he was going to all he was going to do was betray other people and, exactly. and and by leaving him alive, he was putting everyone else in danger. Yep. Um, Absolutely. And then so he, and this was probably the most surprising part of the episode. Was he leaves? Like I, yes. like in my mind, this was kind of the, the you know was going to be the the turning point for Andor essentially joining the, the rebellion. Yes, um, yes. But he doesn't. He just, <laughs> he says, he goes in, he goes, or he's, he's got his uh, gun, his blaster pointed at, at Val. We find out that Nemec, die, you know, dies on the operating table. And he says, uh, there's a ship out there. I'm taking it. Um, I'm taking my, the money that was owed to me, the 30,000, and I'm out of here. That as well completely shocked me as well too because like you said i completely thought this was going to be his catapult into the rebellion yeah absolutely uh he gives uh val uh luthan's um kyber crystal necklace yep um and asked him to return it and then that's it that's all we see of of andor for the for this episode and then we get, you know, there's the two other scenes in, um, uh, on Coruscant. Uh, there was the, the final scene where we see uh, Luthen in his uh, in his shop, and when he hears about the um, the the uh, the rebel uh, attack has you know has made its way to Coruscant he when the guy asks for if he has anything uh, from Aldari he says well let me go in the back and we see him kind of like doing like a little mini celebration out of excitement (laughs) you know that his plan has worked Um, but probably one of my favorite scenes in the episode 
was Mon Mothma um, in the Senate. Mm-hmm. And we finally get a sense of why it was so easy for the emperor to dismantle the Senate. Yeah. You know, which we hear about, you know, at the beginning of A New Hope. Because there's no one there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's also, um, when we go to see Mon Mothma at the Senate, she's talking about this planet and I, and it starts with a G, it's Gorsh or something like that. Mm-hmm. So apparently, and this is in Rebels, I found this out too. So the Empire apparently, I think, attacks or destroys the planet. Mm-hmm. And that's the catalyst for her to kind of switch sides, like leave the Senate and go completely to the rebel side. Mm-hmm. So that happens in Rebels. So I'm curious because it's the second time that she has mentioned this planet mm-hmm. and the people. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very curious as to what we are going to see of her if we're going to see that switch over, I guess. Because that was the reason that was given in Rebels was why. Yeah, I, I got to imagine that we're going to see that probably not this season, uh, b- but next because... Yeah. If because doesn't Rebels take place like two or three years before New Hope? Oh, I think it's. I'd have to look it up the timeline for it. Uh, I thought it was earlier than that. Uh, when does Star Wars Rebels take place? No. Okay. Um. It takes place, it begins uh, five years uh, before the Battle of Yavin. So essentially when this starts. Uh, and right. it ends um, the, uh, the same year as the Battle of Yavin. Oh, okay. So I, so I guess um, there's a parallel. So, you know, mm-hmm. this show was supposed to, you know, begin, it begins five years before, ends, you know, essentially at the beginning of Rogue One, which is right before the Battle of Yavin. Yeah. Um, and Rebels does the same. So it wouldn't surprise me if we saw, you know, if we saw that play out. That'd be very cool. Although I, I wonder, though, if, because, you know, Tony Gilroy has made it very clear when interviews and stuff that he doesn't, you know, this is separate and it's not, you know, like this is his thing. I wonder if that's something that he would, uh, accept, you know, someone's saying, Oh yeah, you know, you've got to, you've, you know, you've got to incorporate this into Mon Mothma because we've already established that this is the story for her. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But, but it, it, like it was, um, it was done well in rebels. So I can't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, also, how cool was the scene of the TIE fighter pilots getting to the TIE fighters? Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Like, all we have seen in the past is TIE, like, we've seen TIE fighter pilots, like, you know, running down a hallway, and then we've seen TIE fighters take off, but... Actually, seeing them climb, you know, across the mm-hmm. the catwalk and down into the Tie Fighters, oh, 
I love the fact that they decided that, yeah, we need, you know, we need to spend like 30 seconds on this. Yeah. No, that was, I was just like, Oh my God, <laughs> can't get more star Wars than that. I, oh, I know. I know. <laughs> it, no, it was great. Cause and it just brings more realism uh, or maybe re- sorry. Realism isn't the right word. It fleshes out the world, uh, you know, this universe more, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, where we we get these little insights, like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, this is how they get, in the, this is how they get in their Tie Fighters when they're when they're docked. That makes sense. Great, thanks. I'm glad we got to see it in in, in live action. Perfect. Yeah. We've seen how the rebels do it. Now we got to see how the Empire does it. Yeah, and yeah you know there's still um some questions about how you know how they get out of them um you know because i'm assuming that not all tie fighters are like um moff gideon's tie that had the mm-hmm. collapsible wings all the collapsible wings yeah um and also one of the things that i that and you opened up this can of worms so this oh. is on you <laughs> okay <laughs> But I've always wondered in the original trilogy, whenever, like, so, like on Dagobah, for example, there's a ladder that comes out of the uh, oh. Luke's X Wing. Yes. That, like, you know, like it doesn't, like, there's, it doesn't look like it, you know, like it, it, it came out uh, of his X Wing anywhere and, and that it retracts. Yeah. It's just, it, like it's almost like Yoda came and pulled it away, but you don't see that, <laughs> and that's how that's always bothered me. No, that's true. Where does the ladder go after it gets in the plane? Uh, yeah, Where like does it go? Like you think you think that you know with so, a lot of the attention to detail that they put, that they would have had like something where you see it, like you know, just you know, like uh, retracting a little bit, and you and they wouldn't right. have even yeah, yeah. and they wouldn't have even had to show. Uh, all of it, all they would have had to show was, you know, like it's starting to, you know, like retract up a, a little bit yeah, and yeah. you're like, okay, yeah. All right. It goes, it, you know, it goes in somewhere, but, but it's not even like designed to look like it's part of the X wing. It looks like it's no. just a little ladder that clips onto the side. It does. So, totally. that, that's bothered me. But anyway, yeah, totally. so anything else about this episode you, you want to talk about? Um, Let's see here. I don't think something we covered all this stuff. It's uh, just my favorite uh, episode so far. Um, and like, I can't just, I can't hardly wait to see the next six. Mm-hmm. What that's going to entail. Yeah. I just, it's going to be so good. Uh, yeah. So speaking of the next six. So the, this morning on, on Twitter, um, uh, the Hyperspace Heroes podcast, uh, which they're at uh, at Brown underscore Squadron on Twitter, had uh, tweeted, uh, so happy we stopped watching the ads for the next episode of Andor. They show too much. Prefer letting the story play itself out as we watch. Do you agree or do you like the ads? So I haven't I haven't seen the ads. OK, so that was the first thing. Like, <laughs> A, I haven't seen any. No. So, like, I don't know. Like, are they at the like at the end credits or something, or 
Because usually I stop. Well, yeah. As soon as the show's over, the credits come. Uh, yeah. I usually stop. Um, and yeah, like I haven't been going around looking for, for videos, but, but so let's assume that we both knew that these existed. Yeah. Or now that we know that they're putting, you know, that these do exist somewhere. Are you going to go seek them out week to week? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I, I, um, that's a tough one because I, um, you know, hindsight, I'm enjoying not knowing a single thing going into these episodes or seeing anything mm-hmm. that's going to happen. But I'm telling you the temptation for me would be there to actually watch it. If it was there, just, I know just a little tied me over till the episode actually comes out. You see, I don't uh, see. And I'm saying this and, because, like, I haven't come across one on YouTube, but I'm, you know, if one all of a sudden comes up in recommended videos, you know, my story might change. But I don't think I want to. Because, A, like, I have been enjoying going in, you know, week to week and being like, oh, I wonder what we're, gonna, what we're getting next week. <clears throat> yeah. But I think more importantly, like, I'm just really enjoying the story. And and the surprise is there that I don't feel like I need anything teased. You know, like like I said, I'm glad I haven't seen them mm-hmm. and didn't know they existed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would. I don't have that much willpower, so. <laughs> uh, like I, I think in this, I, I, I might just because. All of the surprises so far have been in the story itself. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, unlike... Uh, and I'm, uh, I don't want to pick on Obi-Wan, but, uh, but this, is, uh, this is the best example I can think of. In episode four or five, maybe it's five, when we got the flashback to... The, to um, Obi-Wan and Anakin training. Mm-hmm. That was a surprise that, that we got, yeah. that we got that, uh, that scene. And while it had a little bit to do with the story, the real surprise w- w- was, was the flashback itself and, and not, you know, this and, and not the actual story. Yeah. Whereas everything in this show that has surprised me, that is really entertained me has been part of the story. So, I'm fine not knowing where we're going. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I would have hated to have seen what kind of ad they put out for this episode that wouldn't have spoiled it. Uh, I, I got to wonder, that, I got to imagine that they, um, you know, that they were probably showing some of the heist and so... I don't know. That would be bad. I don't know, but but now, like, I I don't want to go searching for them. No, I and I'm not going to either. You know, like there's a part of me that would like to go back and and see what they've spoiled, but that yeah. also means that there's a chance I could come across one for next week, and <laughs> you know, and and I don't want that. Um, yeah. You know, because you know, I was thinking, well, 
where can we go for, you know, where's the show going to go in these, you know, this back half. Um, but I can think of like one or two things that we've seen in the trailers that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm, you know, I'm not even going to say them in case you've forgotten <laughs> because then it'll be, a su- because then it'll be a surprise <laughs> for you. Uh, and, and, and that's really been the, the joy of the, the really the joy of the show is just has been the story itself so i'm i i I don't want to i don't want to tarnish that actually it's funny um the perfect a perfect example because i haven't seen any andor um ads it it just reminded me of the the ads for the she-hulk for last week where they showed the very first interaction with daredevil and she-hulk and they had tweeted out like a good minute of their very first interaction. So I'm like, why would they do that? Mm-hmm. That kind of ruins the show. So that, you know, I'm kind of, and, and I didn't think they would do that because that to me would, and it did for me, kind of spoiled the surprise. And you knew, we knew he was coming, mm-hmm. but I didn't really want to, you know, why bother watching the episode now? They just pretty much showed the whole very first interaction of them. I mean, it's, <sighs> True. Uh, out of curiosity, did you, did you watch that episode? I did. Yeah. 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 There was there there was more to the, there was. to their interaction than just that one scene. Yeah. But you're right. That was the that was the first one. They I was surprised that they showed that much. Mm-hmm. Um. But I th- I think that they had to do that. Because, you know, She-Hulk had been, you know, kind of meandering a little bit for the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, like the, the last two episodes, you know, like something happened like in episode, because that was episodes, two episodes prior to that or three episodes prior, something had happened. And then like they even make a point saying, wait, wait a second, how come this next episode, we're not dealing with something else. Like we're, it's just like a, a wedding episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and they had just had like the, like these kind of one-off stories for the last couple of weeks. So I feel like they, they needed to draw people back and the big, you know, and what's going to draw people back is, Oh, guess what? We're going to, you're finally going to see daredevil. Um, you know, and apparently they've already spoiled some of like what's going to be happening well, sorry, not supposedly. They have spoiled what's happening on the next or this the season finale of She Hulk. Oh, I'm glad I haven't watched it. I haven't seen any. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's the same thing. They're like teasing. Oh, hey, guess who's going to be in this? And 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 I think you know with some of the Marvel shows, that's part of the excitement. Is like, oh yeah, who are we going to see and who's going to you know. You know, you know, and what, you know, yeah. what story are they, are, are they, or, you know, comic run are they going to be tapping into? This show feels different than that. And I feel that it doesn't need, oh, yeah. yeah, we don't need to be spoiled. And we know that it's, we're not getting, you know, Han Solo wasn't going to show up, you know, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. Lando isn't <laughs> appearing in episode 10. So it's not like they need to like be showing trailers to tease people like, hey, come back next week. Yeah, you know, this is the week they go to Cloud City. Although now that I say that, I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing Cloud City. <laughs> Not Gunwood. Yeah, Gunwood. but 
I think it's just the show is different. And right now, you know, we're six episodes. We're halfway through the season. They have, con- you know, managed to convince me that the story that they're telling is going to be consistently good. So, you know, what? I'm yep. just happy to go along for the ride and I can wait. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to make a conscience effort. Conscious. Conscious. Conscience. Conscious effort. Yeah. I'm not searching any, any and or ads. Yeah. I will commit to that because, yeah, like I said, hindsight, I've enjoyed all these episodes without knowing anything that's, that's happening in the episodes. Yeah. And I, and again, I would hate to have seen what the ad looked like for this episode. Cause like, hopefully it wouldn't spoil a lot, but I would have hate to have seen what it, what it showed. Yeah. So, um, you know, before we wrap things up, anything else? No, it's been pretty quiet when it comes to star Wars. Yeah. Um, no, it's just, just I just couldn't wait for the episode to come out, and mm-hmm. was completely blown away by what uh, what we saw, and can't wait for the next one. Again, it's I, I can't even fathom how the next episode is going to play out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I have no clue. Yeah, uh, and which is great. Um, yeah. Again, I just can't wait till the next one. Yeah. Um, me too. So. So with that, uh, if you're enjoying the show and you want to leave us a review or rate us, go to whatever podcasting service you use. And if there's a way to review or rate us, please do so. If you want to leave us a message, you can go to anchor.fm slash smellsbadoutsidepodcast. And if you're on a mobile device, there's a little button there where you can leave a message. Uh, During the week, uh, where can people find you, Brent? They can find me on Twitter at HomerJ13. And they can find me on Twitter. Jeez, I just completely <laughs> up there. Uh, on Twitter, I am at the Pie Whisperer. And with that, I think it's time to say goodnight, Brent. Good night, Brent. <laughs>